Common sense is not so common. And in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control, this is the show making sense of all the madness. Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We're really, really glad to be with you. And we're here on this important occasion to talk about the downfall of a nation, yet there is some sign of fight in our nation. And we're going to be talking about some of these critical issues with a good friend of the show, Steve Quayle. And I think one of Steve's most famous quotes, if not his most famous, what's coming is no longer coming it's already here and i think through the course of this discussion this evening on our show that point will be made over and over steve welcome to the show i'm glad you could join us and i know that uh, we've got some pre-chosen topics here that we want to talk about so i'm just going to leave it to you to lead us where you will and i'll just follow along well first of all dave we've got to deal with the weather warfare, geoengineering that's being executed against the Pacific Northwest. And I want people to understand something. And, and this isn't a pitch for a book, I'm just telling you. 20 years ago, I wrote the book, Weather Wars and Unnatural Disasters. And we're talking now, ladies and gentlemen, about a situation that is, the quoting to one of the stories I put up today, the warmest year in history. When you have Alaska at 100 degrees in some of their cities, you've got 114 to 116 in Portland, and the rest of the, if you will, Pacific Northwest breaking all records, you have to look beyond the obvious. The heat dome, I will tell you point blank, that is, in my opinion, the best and highest energy attack that's ever been used and utilized against any enemy. And it's coming from the Arctic, the North Pole, and it's being powered by the portable uh, reactor, and it was a floating reactor that was brought up into the Arctic and actually, I think, fueled up around 2020. And Dave, it's a 70 megawatt reactor. So here's what people need to understand. When you basically microwave, and I'm just making it really simple, it's a little more complex than this, but microwave the ionosphere and those microwaves bounce over a certain area, that has the effect of boiling. It can actually boil water, it can melt ice, and also it can uh, cause great havoc and uh, with growing seasons and literally dry up water. Now, we're having a record mega drought, and it is my contention that people have got to look beyond the obvious. And again, I wanna share something. It's critical that people understand a floating reactor was proposed off the coast of New Jersey. They wouldn't go for it. But Russia is planning to melt the Arctic. They're on record as saying that. Yeah, I've heard that too. This is no conspiracy theory. And it's an ingenious plan because the melting polar ice, North polar ice actually cools the reactor. That's really genius because everybody knows that you've got to keep the reactor core at a specific temperature and you've got to use massive amounts of seawater. But it's also a desalination plant built into the reactor. Now, why is this critical? 
because number one, and I, I'm sorry to say the US military, I think is clueless. Now, I know they have, somebody says, how can you know that? Well, because they poo-pooed the idea for so long that Russia could basically build a base in the Arctic because they always said, well, they don't have enough fuel, they don't have enough energy, they don't have enough power. They solved all that with their floating reactor. And uh, it's pretty problematic because right now the ability they have with the reactor output, they have enough power to basically power an entire city of 100,000 people, be able to desalinate the seawater, be able to basically redirect the energy at specific times to power up their weather warfare weapons. And quite candidly, Dave, they have checkmated the United States military. And we're going to get to the situation with the ongoing uh, nuclear threats by Vladimir Putin. Ladies and gentlemen, President Putin has declared seven times over the last seven days he will use nuclear weapons in a first strike. We have heard even of, quote, uh, Ministry of Defense or ancillary, um, what would I say, papers being found talking about the deliberate provocation of Russia by both the British and the U.S. Biden's plans are based on a Cold War formula that is so far out of date, just as far as he's out of date. And I think it's important to understand, ladies and gentlemen, the whole point of the, this in the context of the end days of the end of the age is the fact that they need to provoke. They, the Luciferian, the globalists, the Illuminists, need a world war in order to bring on the man of peace, which we know biblically as the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. We're seeing now, Dave, uh, I believe, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. We're seeing death, uh, famine, uh, war, and plague uh, taking over the planet. And this was, you know, how many articles have you written and how many, uh, you know, radio shows have I done about the globalist intention? Yeah. And that's why, you know, the title of our conference, which you were one of the speakers, Extinction Protocols. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I've never received so many positive uh, feedbacks from people that were blown away, blown away by the uh, various speakers. And now they're starting to understand that you don't go by the headlines of the day. You go by what you can't see because so many of our speakers laid it out for everyone. So I just want to let people know that the Extinction Protocols DVDs are available. You can go on gen6.com. But here's the thing, Dave. The word extinction is what's in play. We're now seeing the vaccination, that's a quail word, B-A-X hyphen A-S-S-I-N, vaccination, in other words, to, uh, to kill by an injection, an entire, the entire reproductive uh, capacity of human beings who are being um, subjected to the uh, mutagenic DNA changing injections. I'm not, I try not to use the V word. So what's important for people to understand about this is that the global depopulation for the United States that the Deagle Report kept up for years, and then it was taken down, and then that was excised out, was to basically bring the American population down to right at 100 million people or less. Right. The problem is, is that I still don't think people get the... Uh, uh, true 
depth of what you wrote on the articles when you quoted the uh, Chinese general. And they're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, they're not changing their tune. They're talking openly about killing every man, woman, and child. And 80% of their uh, Chinese military has no qualms with that. And Dave, you know, again, I, I don't know how many times you have to say this. The Chinese influence in our government, obviously Devin Nunez is talking uh, about it. Others are talking about it, but people, here's the joke. The Chinese used U.S. currency, which is inflated to, to, to beat the, the, the dog with, and I hope I, that the Chinese eat the dog, but beat the dog with. <laughs> the thing is, is that it's important for you to understand. The nation of traitors that we have, even within the military, and Dave, you know that when you hear Mark Milley, head of the JCS, and, and uh, you know, his wokenness, I call it his, uh, you know, betraying wokenness, and then uh, Admiral Gilday, you've got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that we're talking about reading Marx, Karl Marx and the Communist Manifesto, and yet the head of the Secretary of Defense is an avowed racist. He's the racist. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a divided house in this country. Our military is divided. They are making war. I'm sorry to say it, but if you're a white and especially Christian, you're in real trouble. And even if you aren't a Christian, if you're white, the plan is to get literally this. And I know this is going to sound hard for people to believe, but they're on record of saying this. The destruction of 250 million people. And, and ladies and gentlemen, Dave, let's bring in the F-15 and nuclear uh, weapons. That was a direct statement of a battle plan. Now, look, yeah, I understand. By the way, Biden really said that before the Babylon Bee picked it up, saying, you know, special sale on F-15s and nuclear weapons. But I want everyone to understand this. We're withdrawing from Afghanistan, the U.S. military presence there, after 19 years. We did not beat the Taliban. No, we did no. not beat in Iraq. We did not beat. Notice this. Notice the amount of, of, of lives spent. It makes me furious for no purpose. They knew it was going to. But here, here's, here's the bigger issue. That was a slip, a Freudian slip of a, a poster child for Sigmund Freud, that, you know, they expect to make war on the American people. And basically what he was saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, we'll turn right back over to you. You're going to need atom bombs and, and uh, F-15s to fight against what we're going to bring against you. And I know you have the same, uh, uh, let's say, this uh, uh, access to people in the know, and they were appalled at it. But the late Greg Evenson talked about the U.S. Air Force had a plan for yard farming. That was, ladies and gentlemen, bombing patriots with Air Force bombers. Now, there are Air Force pilots that aren't going to go along with that, and that's why the military has to be but I say this, segregated, and no whites can be in it. And again, ladies and gentlemen, this stuff is all in their own writing. So, Dave, when you saw the F-15s and nuclear weapons, did you know, and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but what was your first response? Um, well, he overreacted because people have guns, the majority, vast majority, with no intention of fighting their government. They have guns for personal home defense or for hunting or a combination of those two. And I was shocked that he thought, because you're a gun owner, you're probably going to be coming to Washington hunting congressmen. 
So uh, I took that as a direct threat against the American people because of his misperceived uh, assessment of the danger the people pose. Well, you know, the movie with Sylvester Stallone, First Blood, you know, sometimes the first telegram is the most important telegram. The first news report is the most important news report. And I think people better understand this because when Kamala Harris and Dave, you wrote about her statement, they keep in track of 125 million Americans. I, again, I want to make this clear. People challenged me. And they do that all the time. When I said the United States in the midst of communist takeover and takedown, you do not have communist takeovers and takedowns. And by the way, I'm not playing games. I'm not trying to scare anybody, but they're on record. That's what they're going to do. You always have revolution. You always have bloody revolution. And they want to provoke the, the American gun owner. See, this is the this is the key, ladies and gentlemen. They want the reason of the day to say, see all those conservatives. And that's why General Flynn and others are very worried about false flags, plural. Yes. Because they want to blame the American gun order. They want to blame, by the way, uh, the American people. And if you're white, well, gee, that's a third strike against you. And even today, and I call them this, the bastard spawn of fallen angels, the United Nothing said that they're, they're going to come after homeschoolers now. They're, they're claiming that homeschoolers warp their children away from being good world citizens. Well, that, and ladies and gentlemen, the whole issue is around LGBTQXYZ. You know, that's just to cover anything that's out there that wants to claim to be something that never existed. And, and we have, what, Miss Nevada, a, a, a former male who's now a female, win the beauty contest? So, ladies and gentlemen, we are a nation under judgment, and it's important, it is really important to understand the full force and fury is coming against us. And what I, I want people to understand, too, I've gotten reports from different places around the country, including Bozeman, where debit cards and credit cards were not working uh, for a matter of hours. Remember this. Most people think of atom bombs, uh, neutron bombs, hydrogen bombs, hypersonic missiles, uh, aircraft carriers, F-15s, 16s, F-18s, intercontinental ballistic missiles, but they forget the one thing. I'm holding up my finger, obviously. Excuse me, this is audio, but with a keystroke. With a keystroke and a pre-programmed computer uh, a worm like Saxonet. They can take down the power grid in the United States. They don't even need an EMP. They can take down the financial uh, system with a finger, you know? And unfortunately, I don't think people understand that. So why this is critical too. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave and I have been, uh, you know, sharing with you on the satellite phones and the satellite phones are uh, critical because a, a simple slogan is, no cell phone, no power, no cell, no power, no problem. Because the satellite phones, available by the satellite phone store, the link is on Dave's website or my website. The bottom line is you can go satellite phone to satellite phone with no ground stations. Well, the ground stations still work, and I want to clear this up, Dave. The satellite phones can call a cell phone, a landline, landlines and cell phones can call it until there's no power until there's no uh, 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 cell phones 
and as Texas was a poster child. Uh, again, uh, Tina, one of the owners of the uh, satellite phone store, tells me that whenever there's a hurricane, whenever there's a natural disaster, they have multiple dozens of big corporations ordering hundreds of cell, uh, sorry, hundreds of satellite phones overnight because they have no cell phones. So we want everybody to know that we even, uh, you know, have uh, made a deal for all of our listeners, all of our viewers, that, you know, you can get the, the satellite phone free, and then for $99.95, you get 150 minutes a month free. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very critical that you have some form of communication. I was out in the boonies, and I mean the boonies of Montana uh, last week, and there's no cell phone. It was really nice. But I had my satellite phone, and I could contact who I needed to contact. And again, I, I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, the most debilitating thing I've ever seen is when a disaster comes and you can't check on your children. You can't. The, the lack of information, they, when they take down the Internet, it's not it. When they take it down, my guess is a lot of us are going to basically be incredibly um, fidgety. I don't know what the other word is. We're going we're gonna to be really, how should I say this, caught off guard. Now, the answer to that is a shortwave radio. And Bob Griswold at, at Ready Made Resources can tell you about that. But here is the point tonight. The satellite phones, the Inmarsat Sat 1 phones, can be used all over the world. And again, I want people to understand there's no charge to, uh, you know, when people call you on the phone. But when you call out, you know, you, you're being charged for it, but you get 150 minutes a month. And these are primarily emergency phones. And then there's another service that, oh, I think people are going to be blown away with called Galileo, where Dave, where I, Mike Adams, the people that have the, uh, I would say, audiences, we can text messages and alerts even if cell phones are down. And one of the plans is to enlist the ham operators. Listen, the New World Order hates shortwave uh, ham, you know, amateur uh, radio operators be more than anything else. And Hitler made the law that if you were caught with a shortwave radio, it was a capital offense. So the satellite phones and the information service, I'm gonna make it clear too, they're two separate companies. They're two totally separate companies. But the fact is communication is the most important aspect of survival. And Bob's been on so many shows, Griswold talking about this, because it's the one thing that's overlooked. So given what I know tonight, and you know, the date of this is uh, you know, uh, what, the last couple of days in, in June, we are seeing movements that basically are, I would say this, a breath away from World War III. The British got caught with their battle plans to provoke Russia. Uh, President Putin, again, I wanna reiterate this, is made it clear he will use nuclear weapons. And, and I, I just proposed this to one of my defense friends, or not defense friends, friends in the defense world. I said, what happens if Putin, within less than an hour, were to take out every single naval asset in the Black Sea? Well, you can guess what the answer to that was, World War III. But notice this, everyone, and this is critical, that even while we're keeping our eyes on the Black Sea, it was announced today that for the first class, 
uh, one of America's major nuclear submarines landed in Gibraltar. Uh, I've been told that all of the Russian submarines are at sea. I've been told that the U.S., all of our subs are at sea. The thing is, is that when you look at the Mediterranean, that's not a great, how should I say this, a great ocean with a vast expanse of, uh, you know, real estate. I mean, there's not that much water. And eventually, eventually, something is going to happen. I don't know when. I don't know, you know, who, who, who flinches first. But I will tell you this, that with the paper that was found of direct provocation with Russia, and the United States, Dave, this, this is something, too. Uh, when I started the survival business with three other guys nationally, I wasn't the sole sergeant, but I was one of the biggest players, you know, 35 years ago. Uh, I, I focused on civil defense. I focused on the fact, fact that Russia had one of the best civil defense plans in the world, and I can't pronounce it, but it was called MPVO, and obviously there's words in Russian that match that. The United States has no civil defense. As a matter of fact, all we have is a department that's uh, going to go after uh, the civilians in an offensive mode. And I've asked this question, and I've asked it of the military, I've asked it of the intelligence, because you know they're listening to us, they watch everything we do. And I said this, so when did we, the Americans, become the people, become the enemy of the state? And those who have yielded to China, I know guys who, who were, you know, spies who came in out of the rain and they retired. They said, Steve, the Chinese have one plan for all the traitors. They execute them. So, ladies and gentlemen, the most powerful people in the political treason arena in the United States are they're targeted for destruction, too. You really think a quarter billion dollars in uh, pretty much worthless cash? And that brings me to the other point. The single finger on a cyber attack on the financial system could trigger force majeure or uh, another way they can get away. Uh, your banks can be shut down. My banks can be shut down. And they could switch us over to a digital system with a cyber attack probably over the weekend. I'm told it'll start on Thursday. And by Monday, we'll be having a new world system. Uh, people always ask me, what about my bank balance? Well, if they, whatever percent they devalue it by, that's what you end up. So if you had $100,000 in the bank and they devalue it 80%, now you got 20000 in the bank. And ladies and gentlemen, the whole financial system is teeter-tottering and it's on the brink of collapse. Yeah, it is. Yep. yep. So, Dave, here, that's kind of an introduction. Take over. <laughs> well, I, that, that's a tough act to follow, Steve, because you're just kind of overwhelmed with the facts. But there's also going to be other breakdowns, too, uh, and they're planned, and they're being put into play. I just had this discussion with Pat Wood about an hour ago. Um, you know, you got Biden and Harris saying they're going to take us out of cars. Okay, they're raising the price of gas by what they're doing, the false flags, the uh, destroying of the contracts, and going from energy independence to energy dependence. And they're basically going to force uh, people out of their cars and there's not the electrical infrastructure to handle what we're going to. So we're going to be without transportation, for one thing. The other thing is, is um, they're, they're destroying the currency with incredible debt. They're destroying the economy in two ways, labor shortages, because they're paying uh, universal basic income. They're calling it stimulus, but it, don't make no mistake about it. It's universal basic income, Fabian socialism, pay people not to work, and eventually you get rid of them. 
and that's <clears throat> these people are all Fabian socialists. And then they're also destroying the economy on the other side because we haven't recovered from the lockdowns. So consumer spending is at an all-time low. And in fact, you look at our society is just blowing up in its face right now, Steve. I just read that uh, the, the uh, cable networks and the satellite networks, there have all-time low ratings. Uh, the American people aren't even watching TV. The, there was a poll out internationally. Wh who was the least trusted of all the media by country in the world? And the United States was listed as number one, and there was no one even close. And, and you look at this, and things are falling apart. I'm leaving my church of, of six years because the pastor got up, the assistant pastor got up in church, and he said, uh, he may not be a godly man, but that leader is God's man. He put him in place, and you are required to submit. And I'm thinking, okay, so what about when this ungodly leader tells me to kill six million Jews or let's participate and approve of abortion or LGBTQXYZRSNV? What about that, Pastor? Are you going to let yourself allow leaders to lead your flock into sin? Steve, it's all falling apart. It is, and I want to share something. All godly, that's a misapplication of Romans 13, okay? Yes. Not, listen, that is the most heinous. Dietrich Bonhoeffer and uh, the people that stood up to Hitler, ultimately, they were martyred for standing up for Jesus. That is the most controlled, contrived, and misapplied scripture in the entire New Testament. And for, for the record, the Bible says beyond that, any man that doesn't provide for his family is worse than an infidel. You know who goes in the lake of fire? The cowards, the fearful, and the unbelieving. I would, and I'm sorry, that's why I can't go to church, because I can't keep my mouth shut. I would have challenged him, and I would go, meow. I wasn't there. I heard it from my neighbors and uh, one of my best friends, and so I went and watched it on uh, video. I was horrified by this yeah. and he said oh the universe god will take care of ungodly acts yeah until how many people are led into sin because of that leader well can i say it honestly he's chicken poop okay he is. And he's compromised and i would like to use the real word because here's the deal dave people people do not they don't use even common sense jesus said there's never been a time like this nor will be again and except God shorten the days, there'd be no flesh left alive. We are watching Christendom as a whole yielding, not every single Christian, but the majority of the biggest ministries in the world are telling their flocks to go out and get the mutagenic injection. Even when, when Franklin Graham said, you know, and I used to have respect for him, that Jesus would take the vaccine. I thought the great physician would heal everybody and there'd be no plague. The, the disciple John wrote that all the books that are ever written could not contain all the miracles. That is as, as stupid a statement. And I want to share this, ladies and gentlemen. There seems to be a lack of understanding that when a Christian accepts Jesus Christ, they're a new creation, and that we're called the body of Christ. Everyone has a part. Everyone has a place. So you mean to tell me that it's godly to take the blood of babies, the body parts, and absolutely the slaughter of the innocents and allow those devils that are to put it into our veins. 
And I, I categorically reject that because the temple of God is our body. And even when people take communion, holy communion, and you read, uh, uh, you know, in the scripture, Paul says, for this reason, so many are sick and sleep. That means they die early. They fail to discern the body of Christ. So isn't it interesting, Dave? Everybody would run, and the majority of Christians have, I'm sad to say, with no biblical understanding and no, how do I say this, uh, 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 revelation of who Jesus is. The book of Hebrews said, we have not resisted evil to shedding of blood. The book of Nehemiah says, fight for your family, fight for your little ones, fight. I, I categorically rebuke that pastor in Jesus' name. Well, who are you? Someone that knows the word of God, someone who's been called by God, and we're about saving lives, not allowing the false wolves to lead the sheep to the slaughter. I know, You're, you, you could not have said it any better. You know what also happened in the same time frame? And I know this is a factor. In Garland, Texas, there is a uh, church that's having its 501c3 stripped, its tax exemption stripped because, as the IRS said in their audit, well, we think that too many of your biblical principles reflect the Republican Party. Talk about constitutional violation, but this was at the same time. This was just before the sermon that was given, and I'm sure it had an influence, and this was a protect your 501c3 sermon so you don't have to pay tax. I'd rather pay more in offering. And in fact, if I ever go to a church again, Steve, it's going to be a not a tax-exempt church. Yeah, I agree with that. One of the best things that ever happened, in my opinion, is because then it takes the profit incentive away. And, and I want to make it clear, I don't own, I'm not part of a 501c3, never have. Someone just sent me an email day saying, oh, does your ministry have a 501c3? I said, look, I don't even have a ministry. I'm a businessman with a calling to wake people up. Dave, let me read this. This just came into me by uh, 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 one of our listeners, and it's Robert Kennedy Jr.'s statement, okay? This, this says it better than I believe I can say it tonight on this podcast. Here's Robert Kennedy Jr. We are in the last battle. This is the apocalypse. We are fighting for the salvation of humanity. We all knew this was coming at some point. I never believed it would come in my lifetime, but here it is. We are the happy few, the band of brothers and sisters. We know what our job is in this life. We know that we're part of this battle. We have to fight and we have to die with our boots on if necessary. Everybody here, I'm confident, knows what their duty is and is going to do that duty. And I'm going to be beside you when you do it. I know all of you are going to be beside me. I think that's pretty well said, especially for someone who, with a Kennedy name who's been outspoken against the dangers of vaccine, whose own father was murdered by the deep state. Now look, I think it's critical, Dave. People need to man up. The American male was never meant to be the castrata of French history, la castrata, or Italian history. That means the ones who are castrated. We have watched birth control pills in the water system called excreted pharmaceuticals basically emasculate the American male. We have watched the guilt, and the devil manipulates by guilt. And again, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in a church that has the attitude that Dave just described, uh, flee for your lives. I would also tell you, Dave, that church, I would bet, 
I would bet is part of the clergy response to you. I would bet it. Do you know that for a fact, or would you just assume it? No, listen, I know it for a fact. Okay. So, would you explain the clergy response team? Because I don't want to go off. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it came out of DHS in a sub-organization they created called NOVAD, N-O-V-A-D. And uh, I interviewed one of the original pastors that was recruited. His name was Walter Mansfield. He also appeared on Alex's show. I actually put, it's funny you'd bring this up because I just put this into print in an article I shared with you a couple of days ago. And I had excerpts from what Walter sent me. And it was basically, well, your job is going to be to convince people to go to the camps without putting up a fight. And once they're there, you got to keep them calm. But you can't use the word of God. You can't use the Bible. You can't talk about Jesus because they have been instruments of oppression in the past. That's all in these DHS documents. He was so horrified in his training that despite the fact he signed a non-disclosure agreement with DHS, he said, to hell with you people. I'm leaving. And then he started uh, contacting people like myself and Alex Jones. So this is the real deal. The clergy response team... Uh, first of all, it's really hard to find out who they are. I've talked to our mutual contact in federal law enforcement, Steve. He thinks we can FOIA it, but he's not sure. But uh, these people are usually pastors of large churches. They spy on their flock. And in fact, by the way, I'm going to confront the, the assistant pastor and the head pastor for that sermon. And I'm yeah. sure that that they'll notify uh, DHS, hey, You've got a domestic terrorist in our midst here in our church because he challenged government authority in Romans 13. But that's what they do. They spy on their flock. Um, They work closely with the government. They agree that they won't talk about abortion. And and I have to be honest with you, as I've reflected back, um, they don't talk about abortion in my church. They don't talk about some of the more heinous things that are going on. They don't talk about overt acts of terrorism where Christians are beheaded or how the Chinese treat Christians. They don't talk about any of that. And I'm going to bring that up in my letter to them too. Why, why are you avoiding these topics? So Steve, this is real. The clergy response team is real. It's estimated uh, by people who claim they're in the know. And I'm not in the know. I'm just knowing what I've been told by Walter and by other people who've been part of it, that there are over 100,000 pastors in the clergy response team. Yeah, and plus they get paid. They get paid under the money table. And you know what they're promised, you guys? They're promised, the listening audience needs to know this, they're promised they get to keep their families. Let me tell you what happens. The men will be separated from the women. The Mm -hmm. women will be separated from the children. You know what these guys are doing. And Dave, you know what just hit me? And this is in real time. You know they call them critical, uh, oh, good night, uh, uh, clergy response team, CRT. What are they looking at in critical race theory? Oh, yeah, CRT. Yeah. CRT. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a theme between them, and it is a destruction of, of literally white people. By the way, uh, the United Nations, so when I say fun, I want people to know uh, the fun devils, that stands for freaking UN, okay? Freaking UN. The fun devils are now claiming that homeschoolers are a problem to global peace because they're teaching their children values that are incompatible with the new world order. Did you see that? I haven't seen it. Where did you see that at? It's on an article that was sent to me, and I'll send it to you after the show. 
And ladies and gentlemen, this is really, uh, this is really getting to the point. Look, we're sat, I, I, gosh, for, forgive me, Dave, this really upsets me that Christians who are vaccinating their children, I, I want people to understand this, that is the extinction protocol. Your children who are vaccinated, if they're childbearing age, they won't have children. If your grandchildren are vaccinated, they won't have children. And if you allow them to, to, to basically vaccinate infants, then you're worse than an infidel, in my opinion, and you're sentencing those little ones to a non-life. And, 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 and Dave, this is important for people to understand. It is so important. Well, unfortunately, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Yep. And this is where a lot of people are at. I, I would say right now, I see people waking up in great numbers because we've reached the magic number, in my opinion, of 10% of the people who are pretty awake. And in the social psychology research done, when does a fad become an obsession and when does a political movement take off? It's when 10% of the population becomes committed to the cause or the idea or the person. And I think we've reached that 10% factor. And because I, I see a lot, I mean, I had an air conditioning guy the other day quote me chapter and verse. I had an accountant say, well, could you come and explain all this to my wife because she just doesn't get it. But average everyday people are just flocking to this stuff. And uh, this is why false flags come and I agree with General Flynn. Um, the election audits are waking up people and uh, uh, they're, they're going to do what they got to do to make us not look at the audits, not make us look at the corruption that's being uncovered. Uh, they're going to make us focus on survival because I think we're going to we have really bad false flags coming in our future to distract us. Right. And I want to make sure everyone understands this. Dave interviewed Bob Griswold today talking about, uh, you know, no bottled water in any of the convenience stores or even Home Depot or, or Lowe's, one of those big uh, big box stores. There was no water in the coolers when when the person and I, I don't know if Bob identified the person or not, but when the person asked the uh, management, why do you guys have no water? You always have water. They said, we aren't receiving any. So, ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm telling you this, the greatest, the greatest problem America is going to face is a lack of potable water. We're already seeing empty food shelves. You know, Dave, a lot of people didn't believe us. And let's just face it. And, and you can't convince skeptics until, guess what? The wife comes home and tells the belligerent, non-believing husband, this is a literal case, he goes, where's my this, that, or the other thing? I'm sorry, honey, there wasn't any. What do you mean there wasn't any? She takes them, literal case. She couldn't believe it. Uh, somebody sent me uh, an email, uh, email photos today, uh, and there are parts of one of the big stores, the biggest box store, and Dave, there were rows of food, but guess what? They were roped off. You couldn't go to them. I, I go, I've never heard of that. It's insanity. Can you imagine going into a big box store and you're not allowed with signs on, on the saying, you know, for some silly reason, uh, you know, you're not allowed to access this part of the store. I actually have the photos. I could send one to you. But here's where we're at, everyone. Somebody says, what do you think about the condo collapse? What do you think about the condo collapse? I'm more concerned about the total collapse of the United States of America by the embedded communists and by the biggest bunch of traitors the world has ever seen that people have elected. Now, we know this day. We know it's coming. 
and it's it's not any longer just a metaphor or an alliteration the communists take over and take down it's underway but to the skeptic no amount of evidence is never enough to the mind controlled there's no uncontrolling that mind and what we do we pray god open the eyes of your people I, i'm going to say this too i i got saved 49 years ago at a hal lindsey meeting at that point in, in 1972 there was a movement going around the country. It was called If My People, Jim and Carol Owens, or Jimmy and Carol Owens. And they went throughout the country in the biggest churches and calling Americans to repent on the basis of, of what? Second Chronicles 714, uh, uh, I think. Uh, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves, pray, turn from their wicked ways, then will I heal their land. Well, that was 49 years ago. People, it's too late now. You cannot expect anybody to come to your rescue except Jesus or those of you who are skilled in fighting okay and Dave I know there's a lot of good men and women in the military I know they're in the submarine forces I know they're out there and I won't say any more because you know what I'm talking about but ladies and gentlemen we have watched the distortion the destruction and the devastation of the abomination of desolation of President Obama when he destroyed the US military by taking out any constitutionalists, any Christian generals, fleet officers, admirals, etc., all the way down. And last time I knew or saw a number, it was 365. The fact that you had the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff making that statement and an admiral making the statement they made should send shivers down every single veteran's spine that should send shivers down everybody. And, and the head of uh, Space Force you know, I mean, thank God he was on Tucker Carlson. Thank God he's on the different shows telling people what's at stake. And can I make it clearer than this? Your life, your livelihood, your country. And when you, they take away all our freedom under that abomination of, of a quarantine and that, I, I said this, I'm on record, based on Fauci's history, ladies and gentlemen, and based on the yet to... Uh, come into the public eye all of the ramifications of people dying and having horrible reactions to the mutagenic injections. He will go down in history. I think he will surpass. I think he will surpass Stalin and Mao together. Because remember, this global vaccination, it's all over the world. And I, I, I tell people, Terry Mullis, the uh, Nobel Prize winner for the PCR, Polymerase chain reaction, the whole, uh, if you will, the, the uh, how do I say this, the genetic engineering breakthrough, and, and which is heralded by so many people as the greatest discovery, scientific discovery of the 20th century. He said, Fauci, is a, he passed away two years ago, and we were going to do a film. We were in the process of going and filming him until he came down really sick. But here's the deal. He said, Fauci is absolutely... How do I say this? Incompetent, and you can see the video. There's a oh video. yeah, yeah. His his knowledge and expression of research protocols have been a joke since day one. That's in my wheelhouse. I looked at that and I thought this guy wouldn't get out of my midterm exam with this. Hey, um, what was this guy you just mentioned that was a Pulitzer Prize winner? Uh, Kerry Mullis. Yes. No, he wasn't a Pulitzer Prize. He was a Nobel Prize. Nobel Prize, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Um, I know someone who worked with him who's currently giving me information on the vaccine. 
Well, I can tell you this. And that, she said he was murdered. Yep. And he's and ladies and gentlemen, he he's really I and I I know things I can't say. I'm not trying to be coy, but you know, out of uh, respect, I was. We were. How do I say this? My film crew and I were going to go and interview him, but he just became too sick. But here's what he was saying. I think it's on a TED Talk. or No, it's not on a TED Talk. He's got a great TED Talk. This is one of the greatest minds in the, the, the 20th first century science. And people, he's telling you, I mean, this is a Nobel Prize winner. He, he co-shared for uh, chemistry. And the bottom line is he said this was never meant to be a test. It is a protocol that took E. coli out of the, uh, it, when it came to gene splicing, E. coli, because it was so sensitive to temperature, it, it just didn't uh, allow to be done what PCR polymerase chain reaction did. And by the way, that whole thing was based upon one little thermophile bacteria called Thermus aquaticus that Thomas Brock discovered in one of the geyser pools, a mushroom pool, of Yellowstone Park, and I tell people, the greatest, the greatest danger was a little bacteria, not the non-existent Yellowstone's gonna erupt. So I know a little bit about this, Dave, actually I know quite a bit about it, because we wanted to have, in our mind, one of the greatest minds that has ever existed, and that's not flattery, and, and you know, God had other, plans, you know, and I just want to share this with you. He was that smart. And when I ever hear people talking, I always see, I would call this, I would say sub, sub, not only famous, but sub non-published scientists saying, well, that wasn't a big deal. Are you kidding me? It changed the history of the world forever. So that's just my rant on Kerry Mullis, okay? You can look him up. M-U-L. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar. Um, you know, I just wanted to backtrack on something you said here before we run out of time, Steve, and it was uh, regarding the sat phone. And um, I'm going to have you say a little more about it, but I want to give out a number that people can call 855-980-5830. That's 855-980-5830. Um, what people don't realize, Steve, is when these false flags come, they're going to come in response, I think, to populism. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and... You're not going to be able to communicate with your family. So you could have family in different parts of a city, and you're going to be lost for reunification. The roadblocks will go down. If you all got satellite, you can stay in communication and coordinate. And to me, that's one of the major reasons for having it. Well, the other reason is, ladies and gentlemen, the reason the six-foot, uh, you know, hocus-pocus bull, and I want to say, I want to make sure people understand me, bull, B-U-L-L, sheet, S-H-E-E-T, <laughs> Bullshit. The bull is a lie. The sheet is a cover-up of a lie. The six-foot uh, separation had nothing to do with the uh, viability of the coronavirus. It had everything to do with being able to separate satellite signals. So, uh, satellite, forgive me, cell phone signals, because the cell phones can actually, you know, cross, if you will. The signals will confuse those who are being tracked. That's why I came up with the word tracked, whacked, and stacked. They cannot do that with satellite phones. Satellite phones, uh, you know, are 50-mile radius. That sure beats three inches. So that's what the uh, distance, social distancing, was all about. It was to be able to tag and, and mark everybody. I want to share this, too. 
every single person's voice that's ever talked on a telephone, talked on a cell phone. Every voice is voice printed. Yes, it is. So the satellite phone is, in my opinion, the last ability of people to communicate in a, at least a free manner. Now, look, if they use ASAP weapons, they got to take down a whole lot of satellites, and they probably won't do that, at least at first, because they need them. The military needs them, and, and even the commercial satellites. But what I think is critical, and this is really what people have got to understand. You just said it. I have, obviously, my daughter lives in another part of the United States. She has a sat phone. She knows the protocol. People, when, when you have uh, someone, all my other kids live locally and within very close proximity to me. But the point being is when you are away, and I want to share this. We're already seeing, I said this would come to pass, and it's coming to pass. Remember, the airline said you must, pilots and uh, flight crew, you've got to have the injection. Well, the greatest cover-up going on is how many pilots have really died of blood clots and other issues from the injection, quote, the vaccine. The day is coming, Dave, when there will be no public air travel. The only ones that will be able to fly around are obviously the billionaires, the Illuminists, and they're, you know, Gulfstream 500s or whatever. You know, the point is, is that, isn't it interesting? And, and you know, Alex Jones had the best name when he des described the, the Earth as a prison planet. Yes. I'm on record as saying that you're going to see all bars locking out anyone from going any place out of this country. So those of you who have double... Uh, Citizenship, yeah, I tell you, don't go to Canada. Canada is the uh, People's Republic of a, it's now a Chinese territory. It is, it's a Chinese colony. Yep, and so I want people to understand this, that we're going to be isolated unto destruction. And when those who have uh, basically betrayed your lives, your family, your heritage, your future, when they are done doing their dirty work, the Chinese will come in and whack them all. Whack them all. It won't be whack them all. It'll be whack them all. Whack them all. No, I, I, I hear you. Should, we should get a website called Whack Them All and just start putting people's names on it like Pelosi and Trudeau and people like that because Chinese don't trust them. Hey, Steve, we're almost out of time here. we got about another 45 seconds here. So I wanted to just say stevequail.com, gen6.com, and I encourage you to get the video replay of the conference. There were so many great people there. I was honored to be a part of that. But a great, great presentation there. Am I leaving anything out, Steve? No, and I think, Dave, it is, and again, Extinction Protocols, I stand by the statement. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching the extinction of the human race. Yeah. Jesus warned about it. He said, if he didn't shorten the days for the elect's sake, those who accept him as Lord and Savior, there'd be no flesh left alive. That's the devil's plan. The exactly extinction right. of the human race. Thank you, Dave. Amen. Hey, Steve, great job. I'll be in touch. And uh, listen, um, we need to fight until the very end. And I want to say that to everybody. We're going to be taken down, but we need to fight to the very end. Thanks a lot, Steve. Take care.